Okay, so uh, yesterday we wrapped up uh, our our discussion with regards uh, the ruh, ruh min amri rabbi, that the ruh is from the command of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. We concluded the discussion by exploring the question as to whether the ruh had a shape or a form, whether it was an absolute substance or an intricate enlightened body. Um, you know, the different views, the Sufis, the so-called traditionalists. The reality is we don't know. Some say that there's a, there's a, there's a replica body uh, which is in the internal. So the ruh has eyes and nose and ears and hands and legs, just like the physical body, almost like a replica uh, or an equivalent that fits inside. And when that is removed, uh, so when Malakul Mot comes, it starts to remove the soul from your feet upwards. That's why the feet go cold first in a person who's about to pass on. And eventually it comes out uh, through your mouth. Uh, so that entire body has been removed. Others say, no, it's, it's almost like light, you know, like current. It, it comes into the body and gives the entire body life. At the time of sleep, it's partially extracted, but there's still a connection. What kind of a connection? Almost like a remote control connection, if you like. Uh, and then uh, at the time of death, uh, the connection is totally severed. And we concluded by saying that, look, all of these are just possible you know, explanations that the scholars have come up with. We cannot say definitively what it is because Allah Himself has said, We've given you only but a little of knowledge when it comes to the ruh. Now we move on to the next verse, and this is verse 86 where Allah Tabarakawatana says, If we will, we could surely take away that which we revealed to you. Then you would not find yourself or for yourself any guarantor against us to bring it back. So yeah, the Mufassirin have explained, Allah Tabarakawatala is saying that, look, when it comes to ruh and soul, I've given you very little knowledge. In other aspects, I may have given you more knowledge. But even the knowledge that you have, it's not your private property. It's not, it's not yours. Allah has given it to you and Allah can take it at any time. The reason Allah doesn't take it, إِلَّا رَحْمَةً مِّن رَبِّكَ Except by the mercy of your sustainer. إِنَّ فَضْلَهُ كَانَ عَلَيْكَ كَبِيرًا His favor towards you is, is great. So Allah Taala is saying that, Oh my Nabi, even though you have not done anything wrong, even though you have not done anything that would warrant for us to, to snatch away your knowledge, your knowledge is not yours. It's not as a result of you. It's, it's, a, it's a bounty. And it's a, it's a gift from Allah Taala, And like that for every Muslim, for every believer, for every human. If Allah wills, Allah can snatch it away from you totally. Allah can snatch it away from you partially. So some things Allah gives you no knowledge of it. Other things Allah gives you little knowledge of it. Then there are things which Allah will give you you know, substantial knowledge of it. But in whichever case, it all belongs to Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala. Allah can snatch it away. That, that's the power that Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala uh, has. No matter who you are, you may be a Nabi, you may be a Sufi, you may be an Alim, you may be a scholar, you may be whoever you are. But in the end of the day, Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala can snatch it away. Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala can take it away. Therefore, these bounties of Allah, be it knowledge, be it wealth, be it health, anything, we cannot be proud and arrogant. The more we have of it, the more we should be grateful to Allah and the more we should humble ourselves before Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala. Whether it's knowledge or wealth or any other bounty. Because Allah can snatch it at any time. You know, a person has one accident, he wakes up, his memory is totally clean. Clean! He can't remember anything. All his knowledge is, uh, is, is gone. A person can be very healthy, you know, very strong. And then one virus knocks him, totally paralyzes him. Doctors are baffled. They, they can't understand. A person can have all the wealth and one earthquake, one tsunami wipes out all of his wealth. You know, from giving zakat, he becomes a, a recipient of zakat. So Allah is telling us, that's my power. 
Uh, don't become arrogant, don't become complacent, don't start assuming that what we have granted you is yours. We have, uh, we have granted it to you as a, as, a, as a bounty from our side. Consider it a privilege and an honor that we have deemed you worthy a, 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 a recipient. Otherwise, uh, uh, we can take it in any way, uh, at any time. We, 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 we were not obliged to give it to you in the first place, and we are not obliged for you to, to, to keep it. So those who have knowledge, those who have wealth, those who have health, those who enjoy any bounty of Allah, good looks, you know, one, one accident and your good looks can go. Sometimes, you know, you see a person in, in the prime of their youth and then they look so beautiful, so handsome. And then when they age, you say, oh, you know, age hasn't been kind to this person. That's a kind of like a euphemism to say this person doesn't look so beautiful anymore. Uh, so that's the nature of Allah's system. No one has any guarantees. So do not become complacent. Do not become arrogant. Do not become such that you take things for granted. May Allah grant me and all of us uh, the tawfiq.